0: listening to the televisionary mini-sode. In this episode, Cody and I talk about two of our favorite TV shows that just might become your next TV binge.
1: Is any of what we have said so far usable?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. I'm sorry. I just, I went to another place in my mind because I got really scared that the show that I was going to talk about today is a show that I actually already talked about in the mini-sode. Oh. (laughs) But it's, it's not. But I thought for a second, like, it just felt so real to me that I had already <laughs> done it. Hmm. Anyway, maybe none of that's usable. I don't know. I think so. Well, I brought it up because, like, the show that I'm going to talk about today, I'm watching commercials. And I've been really enjoying getting up to, like, go to the bathroom when my three minutes of commercials come on. And the thing that I think is so interesting is that it gives me a choice. So I can do a 30-second interactive ad... And not have to watch any commercials for the rest of the episode or watch three minutes of commercials every, like, five times throughout the episode. And I hate the interactive ads, so I just Mm -hmm. always do the commercial breaks. And then I can get up and, like, get more popcorn or go to the bathroom or, like, you know, do whatever. And I've been really enjoying it. I miss, like, I miss that about regular TV because I am not too cheap to pay for ad free. Although I am thinking of switching Hulu, maybe just to save some money. The One thing I won't do it on is Spotify. Spotify with no ads, like I can, I can never go back.
1: See, I do have ads on Spotify. And I did the 30 day free trial a couple of years ago when I had friends who got married and they wanted me to do the music. And mm-hmm. like, I needed to, to have Spotify without ads so that I could like select, I could make a playlist of the songs that they needed that wouldn't be, you know, interrupted during the ceremony. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I got the free trial for that and let it ride out after the wedding for, you know, two weeks or whatever that I just enjoyed having no ads. But I went right back to those ads and I have not regretted it because every time, so I, I barely ever listened to Spotify on my phone. That's the difference because on the app on my phone, like you can only do shuffle if you don't pay for it. And that drives me bonkers unless you're listening to a podcast like us. (laughs) But anyway, I usually only listen to Spotify on my laptop. So anytime an ad comes up, I can just quit Spotify and reopen it. And just play a song again. It doesn't make you start with an ad whenever you do that. So it's like inconvenient to like do that, you know, every three songs for, you know, 10, 15 seconds while it closes Mm -hmm. and reopens. But it's to me worth it for saving the $10 a month or whatever.
0: Right. I just keep looking behind you. At your new apartment?
1: Yeah, I'm recording this in my new apartment. I just moved a couple of weeks ago, and this is the first time we are recording since I have moved. So if I sound weirdly echoey or sound a little di- a little different than usual, it is because I am in a little emptier space. <laughs> I am recording <laughs> in my home office now, which barely has any furniture in it.
0: Okay, that's you like it though? Why?
1: I do like it. Um, it's warm. I moved from a basement apartment with no air conditioning to a second floor apartment with two air conditioners, and it is so hot in here. <clears throat> it like I don't understand how this apartment is so warm when I have two air conditioners running most of the day every day. There's just something about That's... heat rising in this building, I guess, that because the second floor is the top floor of this building so I guess it just gets trapped
0: that'll be good for winter
1: well that's what I said like maybe I won't even have to turn on my own heat in the winter I'll just let my neighbors warm that's it up or my downstairs neighbors warm it up for me
0: well I do you want to talk about our shows
1: yeah let's get into the reason why we're here <laughs>
0: yeah. on this
1: podcast
0: do you want to go first do you want me to go first do you want to play rock paper scissors I think um, the delay might not work for that, but... It might
1: not. I feel like you should just go first. My show is, like, such a weird choice for me that it might just throw you off. <laughs> so better save okay. me for last. That's just Okay, I'm
0: excited now. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance because I've already talked to you about this show, but our many listeners have not heard me talk about this show. <laughs> so... I've talked about this a lot on this podcast about how like the last year of my life, I've really gone down like a reality show path. And, you know, I was watching Rock of Love and I was watching Survivor and I was watching Vanderpump Rules and really like spanning the whole range of what reality TV show could be. And then I got really sick, like not COVID, but I got really sick in a few weeks ago and... I remembered that there was this reality show that some guy from my hometown supposedly Ah. won and I had nothing else to do because I was dying and I decided to look up what the show was and watch it. And so I discovered my new favorite reality show. (laughs) It's called Alone (laughs) and it airs on the History Channel and basically what it is... Cody's like laughing at me because I've already talked to him about this show this so much. So it airs on the History Channel and the premise of the show is pretty simple. So 10 people go out into the wilderness. They are dropped off with six cameras. Each contestant is given two handheld cameras, two GoPros, and two trail cams. They're allowed to take 10 items with them. Those 10 items span from like flint and steel, an axe, a tarp, like nothing more complicated than that. Like string, like whatever, like very basic items. They stay there as long as they can and live off the land. They're completely alone with the exception of occasional medical check-ins. They film everything themselves. And I think that that's really what makes the show work for me because I also, I really love watching YouTube. I love just seeing people like vlog about their daily life. And so this takes like the survivor, like survival element of survivor and then the vlogging element of like YouTube and combines them in like a very interesting way. And it's just fun to watch these people, like be alone and like try to survive. And so anyway, they can only leave two different ways. So you can get pulled for a medical reason. Like if you hurt yourself, they will pull you from the show. If you lose too much weight, they will pull you from the show. Or you can call your little, phone that they give you and say, I'm officially tapping out, and then they come in by boat or like by land and they come take you away. And the person who survives the longest wins $500,000, which is a pretty good prize for just like taking usually, I think, about two months, give or take. Some seasons are less, some seasons are more. But yeah, so I started watching because the winner from my hometown he does end up winning. Spoiler alert. They do... a one of their seasons is a 100-day challenge, and he actually makes it the full 100 days and wins a million dollars, and it's pretty amazing to watch. I've watched a ton of seasons at this point now, and I still love it, but it is really kind of cool to see how it's evolved over time. Season three is in Patagonia, and in season three, it's like just kind of normal people. Like they're definitely outdoor enthusiasts, but it's like a teacher and like an accountant and like people who just do this kind of survival stuff as a hobby. And then by season seven, the 100 day challenge in the Arctic of Canada, it's people who are professional survivalists for lack of a better word. Like they're people who teach hunting skills or survival skills, people who live completely remotely or off the grid. And so I think it's really, really interesting to see how the fan base grew and, like, the people watching it were serious survivalists. And so over time, just, like, the caliber of people wanting to do it got so high. And so now everybody who comes to do this show is, like, so skilled at surviving in the wilderness. So it's been really fun to watch. I'm, I just rambled for a long time about that, and I know you heard all that before, but I love it. It's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time, and I can't wait for more. The current season is about to end, so I'm very excited to see who wins.
1: I had never heard of the show before you told me all about it <laughs> oh, a couple <laughs> months ago. And it surprised me that I had not heard about it, because like $500,000, as you said, is a big prize. Mm -hmm. And for as long as the show has been on, it is surprising to me that I wouldn't have heard something about it at some point. And it's like on History Channel, like that's not an obscure, you know, place for a show to air, maybe not the most popular, but also in being on streaming too, at least some of the seasons, I think, right? Mm -hmm. That, you know seemed like the kind of show that i would have come across at some point but maybe it has you know just started to grow so much as people discovered it organically that it's really only starting to come into its own now and really starting to attract those people who are looking at it you know as a real viable challenge for themselves you know it's not Mm -hmm. just like the everyday people who are doing it now because they want to see how long it you know, they'll be able to last. They're getting people who are now aware of the show and know that they can make it the entire time if the conditions are right. So
0: it's interesting too. the show has two international versions Hmm. at this point. So there's a Norwegian version, which what I could find written about it, like didn't make a whole lot of sense to me and felt like it was like maybe a translation. (laughs) Hmm. But the Danish version has no prize money. Really? People just do it for the honor of lasting the longest. Wow. And I thought that that was really remarkable. Yeah. But yes, very cool show. Would highly recommend. It's on Hulu and it's also on History Channel like website. You just have to watch ads, which are kind of enjoyable.
1: Cool. I'm glad you tied yeah. that all together there. <laughs> I do think that I would probably enjoy it if I ever take the time to watch it. So anyway, I picked a show that is quite different from anything that I have talked about before, I think. And to be honest, it is not the kind of show that I would typically go for, but I was just very intrigued when I saw it come out and it was just kind of shrouded in this cloud of secrecy. In a lot of the marketing, it was not clear what it actually was going to be, but it was just released earlier in this year. We're recording in 2021. So, several months back, it was released as the first streaming original for uh, a very popular franchise, and I just, it's not a franchise that I particularly care for, um, definitely one that I know you don't care for, Elena, but I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna give it a try, and I ended up actually kind of liking the show. It's WandaVision, and Uh, uh, I can't tell what you think about it based on that face you made.
0: (laughs) I just, as you were talking, I thought that that might be it. Okay. That's all.
1: Yeah. So WandaVision was Marvel's first original streaming show for Disney Plus, and they really took like a different approach to this show than they have on anything else they've ever done, really. It's just uh, so unique, I think, in some ways, because they tried just really interesting things. The basic premise of the show is, it's hard to even describe it, and I'm not going to worry about spoilers, because I I can't avoid that with a show like this. Like, the entire thing is basically a spoiler. But it really, the show is like a tribute to television, to, to the history of television, while also, like, creating what the future of television could be in a weird way so each episode features like a progression through classic sitcoms so like the first episode is sort of loosely based on like i love lucy or honeymooners where there's these characters wanda maximoff uh, also known as the scarlet witch one of the avengers buddies from the Marvel films, and her husband, Vision, who is, I don't even know exactly what he is, like, kind of a robot thing. I i haven't watched enough of the Marvel movies or invested enough time in them to actually care about any of these characters uh, and be able to describe them. But anyway, I do know that in, I think it was Avengers Endgame, Vision died. So, like, seeing him in the show already, you are under the impression that it was happening After the events of Endgame, so like this guy is dead, but now he's alive, and there's like weird interruptions in like what is happening. Like the whole episode is set up as like a classic sitcom episode, and then at some point, some weird things start happening, but then like they snap right back to the episode. And subsequent episodes follow that same idea, but the second episode is based on like 60s sitcoms. So Uh, like Dick Van Dyke. It's still in black and white, though. But then third episode based on, like, Brady Bunch. Like, we're in color now. And then fourth episode is where you really start to get into, like, what the weird things that are happening that have been thus far unexplained are actually meaning. And, like, you realize the story that's going on around this sitcom that is being broadcast to you and you continue to go through decades uh, you know into shows that resemble like family ties a full house and then into like Malcolm in the middle and then finally end with like modern family it's really fun to see that kind of progression through those different styles because it's not just like they're trotting out tropes from each of those classic shows like they really are just doing a tribute to the style of that show but still, working it into their narrative and making it all make sense. It all has intention behind it, and it's not just done for the sake of nostalgia, like all of these, you know, reboots and other content these days that are just trying to market some kind of familiar (laughs) feeling of our childhoods and stuff. It's actually, it, it, it makes sense when you watch the show why they are doing it in that way, and I won't give any more away than I have to but everything does kind of tie together and there are some really fun surprises along the way and you can make your own guesses as to what thing what certain things mean and why they're happening the way they're happening and it's just so different tonally than anything else that Marvel has done and yeah like I said I'm not like the biggest fan of Marvel stuff but I just liked it as a fan of television that they respected those shows enough to do a service to them but still like Telling a story in a very unique way, that is very different for what from what fans expect from that brand, and it all just worked for me. It's only a miniseries, so there's only nine episodes that are roughly a half hour, so it's you know pretty easy to just kind of cruise through. And I think whether you've enjoyed anything from Marvel in the past or not, it might be something you like.
0: That sounds really, really cool. Yeah. Like, I think I would actually really enjoy watching something like that.
1: I think you might. It's like, I don't know. I doubt that Marvel will do anything quite like it again, honestly. I think with this being their first streaming original for Disney+, Plus, they wanted to do something very different. You know, they wanted to show, wow. you know, this is why we're doing streaming. It's not just like we're making a series that's a you know, six-hour-long Marvel movie, like it it couldn't have been made as a movie, honestly. Like, it wouldn't have worked. And none of it would have worked as a movie. But it's still a good story. You know, there are still marvel elements to it. So, like, not everything totally makes sense plot-wise or is, like, fully explained in a satisfying way. Like, it's, uh, you know... It still has some of those Marvel flaws <laughs> that I don't care for, I guess. <laughs> but it has enough of that mainstream Marvel appeal that has made the movie so popular that the average right. Marvel fan will still enjoy it. But then you also have snobs like me that actually, you mm-hmm. know, appreciated what they were doing too.
0: Very cool. Yeah. I might have to try a free trial of Disney Plus just you to might. watch it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well? Well? <laughs> is that the end of this episode? <laughs>
0: I guess it is. I liked that episode that we just recorded.
1: I like it too. I hope we don't do something to ruin it in the next (laughs) 30 seconds before we say goodbye.
0: I think I already did.
1: Oh, no, you didn't. People Mm. appreciate our awkwardness. I hope so. We're charming, right? You're <laughs> right? <laughs> you like us, right?
0: <laughs> please clap) <laughs> uh, oh <no. laughs> If you guys do like it, please give us a little review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to us on Spotify, or you know, wherever you listen, and tell your friends about us. You know?
1: Yeah, we would love for you, for all of our diehard fans out there, to get the word out. If you like what we're doing, then tell a friend. I hope you can edit out that burp that I just let out while I, I was know. saying <laughs> I that. Might,
0: <laughs> I might Sorry. not be a good enough editor to edit that burp out. But should I try okay.
1: it again? Or should we just leave it I in for it, some charm?
0: Just leave it, you know?
1: I'm not foolish enough to think that people don't believe I burp. You know, like I am not yes. that pretentious. I am aware that everyone knows I burp and I know everyone else burps too. So why hide it?
0: Everybody burps.
1: Everybody burps. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't sing that cause we might have to pay for it.
0: It's okay if it's under four seconds.
1: Oh, is that the rule? I think so. I hope so, because I want to leave that in. All right. Well, anyway, thank you for listening. Tell a friend, all of that jazz.
0: Tell a friend about Televisionary.
1: Ooh, there we go. Mm. Nice.
0: All right. I've been Elena Hillard. And
1: I've been Cody Hoffman. Have a great day.
0: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Televisionary. If you like what you heard, share this episode with a friend. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcast, And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Bye.